in Jesus' name. Absolutely. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm just going to jump on into the message today. Does that sound all right? I was thinking about it. Have you ever noticed how things just seem to move so fast? I mean, they move pretty fast. And the older you get, the faster they move. Amen. I thought I'd get an amen there, right? That's for sure. And I mean, it just seems like things are going fast. And, but you know what? We really can't complain because we're the ones that want it fast a lot of times, right? Think about it. We want it fast. We want a fast internet connection. Amen. Right? Want a fast car, right, Thomas? Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Y'all pray for my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? We want to lose weight fast and we want to gain muscle fast. I haven't figured out the combination, but I'm, I'm still praying about that. But, you know, and, and, and it's crazy how that is. You know, we want everything fast. And, and then we go, you know, man, we start wishing our life away, right? Boy, I wish it was Friday. Boy, I wish I can't wait till the summer gets here. First, first heat wave. Oh, can't wait till Christmas. I mean, you do that, right? I know we do. It's, it's funny. And so, we, man, we just want to go through these seasons of life so fast, man. I just, I can't wait till the summer. I can't wait till the winter and all this. And, and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but we, we do that. You know, we really do. And I want to talk a little bit about different seasons in our life, not so much from the winter, spring, summer, fall type thing, but different seasons that we walk through, you know, some tough times and, and difficult things like that. So I want to look at it from that vantage point of the different situations that stretch us and grow us and mold us in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So this week I was sitting there thinking, man, it's just, uh, I'll be honest, sometimes, have you ever prayed this prayer? I want to ask you guys, or let me just ask you this question. Have you ever asked this question, why does God sometimes delay our request? We ask that, right? Because we want it now, right? I believe today what the Lord's showing me uh, through why delay that we're going to look at some, some five areas, five keys that might really help us get our, our hearts and minds around what God's doing. Amen? And, and he, he always knows what's best. So that's what I want to I look at that. So we're going to look at those five things and consider these five things the next time when maybe we feel like things are moving a little slow. So that's the background that we want to start from. So if you got your Bibles with you today, we're going to be primarily in Psalm 34.8. It's going to be our main uh, text. I've got some other ones we pull in. If you're first time here, you get a handout. Everybody gets one. But what we do is kind of take that and you can write some things down and, and just uh, so you can have them for later and some scriptures and whatever the Lord's speaking to you. But I want to go ahead and read that Psalm 34, 8. I love that. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Amen. That's a good word to hold on to, isn't it? Matter of fact, I want to give you something to, to encourage you. If you're ever feeling a little down, feel free to open up the, the word of the Lord and, and spend some time in the whole Psalm 34. He will speak to your heart there. Amen. That's a, that's a powerful testimony of what God's got going on. So if we taste and see that the Lord is good, it will build our faith as we take refuge in him. I hope we're building faith today, encouraging folks today. And I know God's going to do a mighty move here today. You know why? Because he's present, right? So where two or more gather, there he is also. So you guys, guys have been here for a while. You know what I love to do when God speaks to my heart about something. I'll take that word and kind of break it out and say, Lord, what are you showing me? Have you ever looked at the scriptures and looked at it and, and this one day it just pops out so much more information or you look a little bit more and you've read the scripture over and over and over but God just, man, illuminates that on that particular day and just go, wow, I never saw that before. And that's kind of when I was looking at that word this week, I was thinking, you know, why delay and things like that? But you know, he's got our best interest in mind all the time, amen? And he's coming at it from love. So the first thing, uh, if you've got your paperwork, we're going to start with the D. Is everybody ready? Let's look at that. And the Lord showed me this this week, and I want to share it with you. The first thing I want to talk about is display. What does God display in his delay? 
I believe many times God displays his wisdom. Amen. Now, I've asked this from time to time. How many people say, man, I, Lord, I need this. I want this. And you don't get it. And five minutes later or five years later, you go, "Woo! Thank you, Lord. Amen. Husbands, don't look at your wife. Right. <laughs> wife, don't look at your husbands. All right. Just keep looking straight ahead. I'm going to get you through this here. Right. So look at that. But, you know, if we think about it, God has got the best seat in the house. He's all knowing, all seeing. And, you know, if we taste and see that the Lord is good, doesn't it make sense to rely on his timing? God's timing is perfect. Now, we say that when we're on the other side, when we're on, when we're on dry land. God's timing is perfect, but we're feeling strong. But when we're in the middle of the storm, we're going, what is going on? Right? So I want to address those things because you're never alone. Amen? Never alone. But that's what we're going to look at today. And, and I know this. All right, let me just say this. I know it's easier to say than to live out. Amen? But I pray that we're going to get some tools for our spiritual tool bag today to encourage us as we go through. Amen? All right, let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right, let's keep on rolling. Many times he is allowing things in our character to be displayed. Oh, watch your toes. Man, that, this, this is just truth, isn't it? I said maturity in a believer is a must. It takes time to grow into what God has for you. There's something, and I said there's some things that just can't be rushed. Amen? Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta work through that. Just like you know, we talk about working out. You know, you just don't jump up with muscles like Miles in the next day. <laughs> Hard work, ain't it, brother? He ain't saying a word back there. I knew I get you. I got you, man. I got you. The day. Yeah, but you know what? It takes a little time. It takes a little time to do that, right? It takes a little time in relationships. It takes a little time in school. It takes a little time in all those things. But you know, when we look at that, what's happening is, is God many times is taking that time to cultivate the character in us. Amen. You see what I'm saying? And I, I, let me be honest with you. I've been doing ministry 16, almost 17 years. About two years in, I said, man, I got this stuff figured out. <laughs> what? Pray for that boy right there. I was like, oh, man, yeah, this is, you know, I'm just going to play music. I'm going to tell people about Jesus. And then it's like, well, we need you to do a funeral. I was like, I, I wasn't planning on that. You know, all these other things you're not, you're not planning on. All that. You just, I, I'll play the guitar. And that, that, everything's fine. We just, everything's going to be all right. That's not, you know what? A lot of people are not as excited about Jesus as you are. You ever found that out? You know what I say about that? Oh, well. Because it ain't going to slow me down. You know what I mean? So I just keep on loving them. Just keep on loving them right on through that. But you know, a lot of times we think, man, I got this thing figured out. Man, I tell you what I do got figured out. I don't have it figured out. Amen? <laughs> Does that make any sense? And I think when we get to that point and go, you know, uh, I'm glad he's driving. You know, a lot of times you say, well, man, how come it's taking so long to get to this point? Or why is it taking so long to this? Many times he's working stuff out in our lives. He's working stuff out in our lives. And so now, most of the time, I'm getting better about it. I just go, I'm not driving. He's driving. So I know if I stay with his word and I stay in his will, that in his time, he's going to develop those things in me, through me, and, and everything else. And same with y'all. All right, so here's the other thing. Sometimes he's uh, waiting for other things to take place. So we think we're the only one in the universe when, when it's our turn, right? We think it's our turn. But God's working some other things out. Maybe he's grooming somebody else to come along and encourage you. Maybe he's grooming somebody else to come along and walk with you. Have you ever witnessed to somebody and just pour in and pour in and pour in? And it's like Silverstone, man, pan, boom. It just goes right off, boom, boom, boom. And then the day you're about to pull your hair out, man, you're going, I just don't understand. That person will come up with the word and say, hey, man, it's going to be all right. Now, y'all know I played guitar with Alan for probably 20 years. He hasn't been here in quite a while. I played guitar with Alan 
all the time. I mean, we played and played and played and played. I'm witnessing to him. He knows the Lord and all this stuff. But he doesn't say much. And that's okay. That gives me more time to talk. That's why we get along. Everybody's saying, yeah. That's why we get along so good. He goes, yeah. But I remember one day we were going through something. And I was just like, man, I just done. And, you know, Alan's a good listener. Oh, man, I was stretching that ear bone, boy. Man, I was just going off. And finally, when I went to rub my jaws for a minute, he just said, hey, don't worry about it. God's going to give it to us. It's in his time anyway, right? And I thought, he is listening. He is listening. You know what I mean? You ever have that with your children? Right? You go, they're not listening. They're not listening. They're not listening. All of a sudden, they go, that's my boy. <laughs> right? You know? But you know, it's so good. So we can't give up on that. God doesn't give up on, on us. We just keep on going and keep on pressing in. Amen. So that's just a little side note. Well, let's see what else we got here. God is sovereign. Now, if you look at that, you know, the, the word sovereign in the dictionary, you'll find that it means phrases like the superior, greatness, supreme in power and all authority and ruler, independent of all others. Matter of fact, the definition says it like this. He says, supreme in power, authority, ruler, independence of all others. But I like this. I like this. God's in control. You can just boil that down. And God's in control. Amen. And we say that a lot, but it's hard to live that out, isn't it? How many people like to drive? You know, and sometimes we only want to give God the reins when it gets real bad. And or we say, well, you know, God's busy God. We'll just, you know, I'm not going to worry him with these small things. God can handle it. Amen. Isn't that something? But see, as we turn those small things over to God, I'm sure it blesses us all. You say, Lord, I, I don't know about this or I don't know about that, but you know, I'm going to trust you with it. Have you ever seen that in your kids? When they come back and you just say, you're talking to them, you're trying to tell them something, that I got it. I got it. There is a famous saying at my house. I got it, Pop. I got it, Pop. That means, oh boy. Because usually what happens when I hear, I got it, Pop, that means you're going to get it, Pop. Amen? <laughs> but then something will come up and I go, wow, they're growing in the Lord. Wow, that's so neat. That's amazing. And you know what? I'll just say this too. You know, they got some good input too, amen? They really do. Especially as we pour into their lives. You know what? Hey, we can't lose pouring in Jesus. Amen. And let God work it on through. God sovereign. So let's take a look at this. I'll give you some more scripture here. All right. Revelation 21 6 says this. God is above all things and before all things. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is immortal and he is present everywhere so that everyone can know him. God wants you to know him. Gives you opportunity for that personal relationship. You know, so that's what I look at. We have an opportunity to take refuge in him, you know, and, and this is the thing. We, we say, yeah, I want to take refuge in God. I'm going to trust God. And then what do we always say? And we put this on the end. Yeah, but. I didn't know yeah, but's on there. You know, yeah, but, you know, I know. Yeah, but. And we start adding all the stuff in. And what we start doing is, is, is deflating our faith. Let's go with God's word. He's everywhere. He's all-knowing. He's all-loving. Amen? Let's get another one here. All right? God created all things and holds all things together, both in heaven and on earth, both visible and invisible. Colossians 1.16. Man, you know, when I look at this, I think about when uh, Miss Tanya says this a lot of times. She says, remember, God has big hands. And I'm going to add something to that. And God has a big heart. And there's room for you. Amen? There's room for us. So that's what I want to look at today. And I said, you know, when I, when I look at this, 
What, what it really means to me being sovereign here, and I put it, it said, he is the ultimate source of all power, authority, and everything that exists. That's the only God can make those claims. Isn't that something? So when we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and, and he accepts us just the way we are, we're set in that family. By grace you say through faith, not that of yourself, but it's a gift to God. When we receive that gift, man, look at the benefits we get with that. And so many times we run around chewing our fingernails and, and kicking the tires and go, wow, why is God delaying? Well, like I said, one of the reasons is he's displaying his wisdom, he's displaying his love, and he's working out things in our life. Amen? Everybody good with that? Let's keep on rolling because we have the privilege to encounter his goodness. So the next for the E, we're going to go with the encounter, all right? Y'all taking notes? I don't hear nobody. All right, let's do it. Encounter. Whoo. When God chooses to delay, we can still encounter his grace. You ever thought about that? I said there's something that happens in that place that doesn't seem to happen anywhere else. When everything else is stripped away and it's down to you and God, guess what? He's going to do some more. He's going to do some work. And you're going to be okay. It might not go in the time frame that we like. It might not go down the path that we like. But I'm going to tell you what, it's going to be okay, amen. Because I'm going to tell you what, I walked a little bit of that path. And y'all remind me next time I get on that path, it's, like, it's going to be okay. And that's why it's so important to have that amazing church family that we have. To come alongside and encourage you in the Lord. Amen. That means a lot. That means a lot. So I look at this and I, and I say, man, what we encounter in, in, in his presence can be, excuse me, what we encounter in his presence can produce what we need to carry on. I said, what he impresses upon our heart is what we need to press on. You ever notice that? What we need to press on. Now, I thought about this, and I ain't going to cry but about this much probably, and it's good tears if I do, so don't worry about it. You know, I, I, I can't remember most any sermon. I always say something about my dad. You know, man, great guy. Had a lot of fun. Love my dad, right? And so uh, when, my, when my dad was sick, the last day I went over to see him, it was a Tuesday. I remember that. And this is what he He said, bud, you got everything straight? I said, everything's straight, dad. My dad was just like this because he was secure in Christ. You got, you got everything straight for your mom? I said, Dad, everything you asked me to do, I did. Okay. So I'm sitting there eating a sandwich. He goes, ah. He said, I don't think I'm going to make it today. Now, you've been around enough hospital visits and somebody tells you that, you lean into that. My mom said, buddy, why are you talking like that? I said, call my boss and say, I won't be back to work today. Right? So I just hung out. I mean, all day, all night. 6.30 in the morning, he's still chewing tobacco. So my dad, you know, uh, Jeff and him know where, where my mom lives at. He's got this little, his, his thinking bench. He sit out there all the time. I said, you want to go out front, Pop? Yeah, I get him out there. And I'm thinking, I want to know everything he knows. Because it's getting down to the wire. I said, man, you got to leave me something. You know, just like in the Bible, when they, when they pray that blessing on you, whatever. You know, I, I just want to hear what you got to say. Dad, I, you've seen this thing, 81 years. Tell me what's happening, man. You know? And he said a couple things. He told me this. He said, dying's not the hard part living is. I mentioned that to you before. I said, what do you mean? He said, when you know the Lord, it's going to be all right. He said, but look how the things have changed in the world, son. I've seen a lot of different things, right? And I thought about that. See, when you're secure in Christ, you can talk like that. Now, he wasn't talking like that on a good day. He was talking like that on a bad day, all right? I'm not saying this to elevate my dad. I'm talking about somebody that's put their faith and trust in the Lord and knows the Lord. Amen. And then he said this other thing. I said, so, so what else? What's, I said, give me a word, man. 
And he used to say this all the time. He just said, press on. All right? Press on. His, one of his favorite Bible verses was this. Philippians 3.14. I press on to reach the end of the race to receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, has called us. You say, wow, that's pretty cool. So, you don't realize the impact two little words can have. So I told my family that. Thomas finished college, gets his job, sends me an email. Got all the stuff on there. Thomas, ODU graduate, boom, 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 boom. But you know what on the end says? Press on. Wow. Now that might not mean a lot to anybody else, but that means a lot to me. So Thomas, he's a, got his new hot rod. You know? Told me the other day, he said, Dad, I'm going to get a custom plate on that thing. I said, good, whatever you want, because you buy them. Right? <laughs> I had no problem. I said, what do you want on there, son? I'll check it out. Press on. And that's something. You say, what, what does all this mean? What does all this mean? Through those times, God is molding. Through those times, God is doing something in that person's life. But I'm going to tell you what, if they're willing to share it and we're willing to listen, there's something in there for you too, amen? That's a legacy being passed on. What legacy are you passing on, right? I think about that all the time. Something simple, two words, press on. Press on. You know what? I hope all of us today press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us, amen? That's encountering God's grace. See, that's why you see the tears. This because I'm happy. I'm happy. Because I know that my dad's secure in Christ. And I know, guess what? That I'm secure in Christ. Why, buddy? Because you're a preacher? Nope. Why? Because you're smart? Definitely not. I won't even go to the good looking part because y'all already know that ain't true either. <laughs> but, but because of God's grace, because of God's mercy, I can stand here and say, man, you know what? I know. And, and I share that everywhere I go. We share that all the time when we're playing music, whatever. Because it's that important, man. It's that important. Because you know what? Ah. We always think we're going to have another day, man. We always think we're going to have another day. And we, a lot of times you see, read the paper. There's folks leaving this place all the time. I always say this. You don't know when you're going, but you can know where you're going. And if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know that heaven's your home. Amen. Let's keep on rolling, all right? Now, let's take a look at this here. Reflect on your desires and redirect your motives. What do you mean, buddy? I said, when we encounter God's presence, it will cause us to rethink our motives. Amen. That ever happened before? But it will cause you to rethink your motive. If you're not in step with his plan, make the course correction and follow his lead. We can think we got this great plan. And a lot of times, it's just what I said. We have this great plan. But guess what? He has a better plan. Amen? And so we got to be willing to make that course correction if we see that our plan is not lining up with his. Because he's not going to adjust his plan to fit ours. Amen? How many people try that? Yeah. You just jump right in the middle of it and say, I need you to bless this. Right? And God's, God's full of grace, but I'm going to tell you what. What I'm finding out is that, you know what? If I get orders from headquarters, it's a whole lot better. Amen? And he'll give us the power and the strength to follow through. So a lot of times, we need to look at our desires. I and mean, sometimes our desires may be uh, a little off-skewed. Because a lot of times, anybody get a little selfish sometimes? I'm going to help y'all raise your hands up. Anybody? Get <laughs> all right. I was just going to stop and start praying for everybody right there. Yeah. Because, you know, we do. We, we see it our way through, through our lens. But you know what? If we can see it through the lens of the Lord, it changes everything. Amen. So what else has he got? What God is working. Oh, I want y'all to hear this. 
What God is working in you is greater than any work you can do for him. What are you saying? What I'm saying is this. Let the Lord mold you into the masterpiece that he sees you becoming. And I promise you it's far better plan than what we have. I can promise you that. Because many times y'all know the privilege, and I love preaching. I love playing music. I love doing all those things, but I love doing it for the Lord. What a blessing. I did not think that I would ever have any opportunity like this. Never thought about it. But you know what? God, in his grace, is still molding and still working and going, uh... Still working and still molding, <laughs> right? But you know what? He's full of grace. And what I want you to see here, let your encounter with the Lord, Lord purge out the old and welcome in the new. You know, let God do the work. Let him do the work in there. I wrote this down. I said, yesterday's manna was for yesterday. Feast on the favor of God daily. What do you mean by that? You know what? That's what they had the Israelites do. Just, just get enough for today and trust him for tomorrow. Get enough for today and trust him for tomorrow. Right? And then rest in him. Right? So that's what I want us to see. That encounter with God is such a blessing. I pray today as we're going through his word, as we're, as we're praising him, as we're talking about the goodness of God, and we're tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, and we're resting in him as our refuge, that you're encountering the touch of Christ today. Amen? I want you to transform when you come here. Every time you come in, because, you know, it's not going to be from what Buddy's doing. It's going to be from the word of God going forward. Renewing your mind. Encouraging you. And just, man, we just want the Lord to be magnified. Amen? So that encounter with Christ is something else. All right. Everybody, anybody doing any living and learning? I, I, I really think if, if you're not, not learning, you're not living. Because there's always something to learn. Amen? Let's see what's going on. I wrote this down. I said, don't live in a box, but live out of your Bible. He said, what are you talking about? Make a conscious effort to apply God's word to your life daily. Conscious effort to do that. And I've heard many of you say, let me just take a bit of here. You know, get a lot of phone calls, get to talk to a lot of people, ride my motorcycle up in a lot of people's yards just to pray with them. Amen? <laughs> it's all right. And, 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 and that's a privilege to be able to do that and, and testimony what God's doing. I cannot tell you how many people have told me over the last little bit. They say, you know what? If this situation that I'm going through right now happened a year ago, I don't think I would handle it as well as I have. That's a testimony to the Lord. They're not saying, I got it all figured out. They're saying, thank the Lord that God has been molding me into that masterpiece. That's a testimony, man. That's a testimony. And when I hear that, I go, yeah, man, that's awesome. And I see how they're walking through things and we're praying with one another and we're seeing what's going on. And I see God just lifting up, carrying them through the other side. And it's such an exciting time to see them living out of their Bible. Amen. Living out of the Bible, taking God's word and his promises and standing on them, speaking them into existence and walking by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. Let's keep on rolling. Now, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. You have the power of attorney. Anybody have any of those uh, papers that you get a power of attorney? You know what that is? I'm going to tell you about it right there. It means that I have given you the authority to act and carry out my business. And everything that I have is at your fingertips. I said it's backed up by my resources as well. Now think about it. If you got the power of attorney, you got the name of Jesus, right? It's backed up what he has. He's not coming up short, right? So when we're partnering with God, we got some backing. Amen? I want you to see that. You know, has anybody ever had to deal with any of the power of attorney stuff? You know, things like that? You're, you're pretty much, when you sign the line, if, I, if I've got that for Angie, and she can't go and do, and, and I go and I have that piece of paper, and I go sign, it's just as if she's signing on the line. It's, boom, done, bought and paid for. Well, let me tell you, Jesus says, you know what, all power and authority has been given to me. 
And what does he say? Therefore, go into all, what? All the world, sharing that gospel. It's a mandate. It's not a pick and choose. And so, not only that, and he gives us the power of the name above all names. Wow, man, that's powerful stuff. So, don't ever think, man, I just, I don't know how I'm going to make it. You know what, we're going to say it on what God said. We have authority as a believer in Jesus Christ, amen. Watch the words you speak. Speak the words that you read out of God's word. And watch how God moves on them by faith in him. All right? So let's take a look at this. There is no greater gift than what God has given you. You ever feel like you come up short sometime? Oh, man, watch your toes. I'm going to talk to everybody. You know, it, it really is. I mean, there's freedom. There's power. There's forgiveness. There's love. There's grace. There's mercy. The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Right? Life is a treasure, Amen. And I understand that, that folks go through some tough stuff, maybe stuff I haven't went through. Maybe I've been through things that you have. I never, ever, ever want to minimize what you're going through, but I do want to glorify what God's done. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Got any testimonies on the back row? I think so. Because I'll tell you what, I have a wonderful friend in the back there that God touched this week. Amen. We got to go to the hospital and pray for my buddy back there. God used the surgeon in a mighty way. And Mr. Olin's here on Sunday. Praise God. Woo, give the Lord a hand. You know, it, it's just such a blessing. You know, and, and you know, it's just such a blessing to, to be able to pray with folks and go and see what's going on. But I guess you, but I got a little something that you didn't know about. When we left, right, we came and visit and everything. And, and I know he's probably saying, man, how long are they going to stay? No, they didn't. They always say we're welcome. So we went and prayed with him and Miss Madge and everything else. And on the way down, we're walking with Lindsay and we're getting all the way down. And you know I got to make the most of every opportunity. There is a very pregnant lady coming through the door. She's like, oh, oh, right? And I, I guess her mom or somebody had a wheelchair over there. And I'm thinking, Ding, this is an opportunity to pray for somebody. And so I got between the woman and the wheelchair. <laughs> hey, she goes, hey. I said, how you doing? She said, I'm going to have a baby. I'm thinking, I got that part, right? And I said, well, you know what? We need to pray. She said, yes. So we all come back and we prayed over it and everything else. You know, we pray for that, that baby before that baby even got here. Right? And so I'd like to think, wouldn't that make some, wouldn't later on, maybe, maybe through the, the midst of all that, she said, you know, people I didn't even know prayed for me. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something just those little words? God loves you. Hey, I was praying. I was praying for the people, the doctors were praying. You know, everything goes smooth. But I'm still praying. I said, and Lord, use that child in a mighty way to further the kingdom. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? You know what? Before y'all even got here today, you were prayed for. You say, buddy, how is that? You didn't know I was coming. You're right. But God did. And we prayed for you anyway. Right? We all say, Lord, everybody that comes through that door, Lord, we lift them up. Any of them that are here on the internet later, we want to lift them up. God's a big God with big hands and big hearts. Let me tell you. Prayer makes a difference. Amen. We can live and learn from what God's doing. It's a gift that he's given to us and a privilege that we have to call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's keep on going. All right. How much living are we doing from the word versus the world? When somebody sees your life, do they say, wow, they really believe what they think. Let me just give you this. I know we all missed the mark. I got a mirror. I'm preaching to me first. But man, let's get back up and keep going. Let's press on. See what's going on. You know, at your work, are you the one they come to when something's going on? Are you the one they pick on and try to say, okay, preacher boy? No, could that ever happen in my work? Daily. That's all right. Don't make no difference to me. 
But I've also seen over time when everything gets going on, they talk about a layoff, they come get the preacher boy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, wait, you, you know, you want, your flesh wants to say, hey, you didn't want me to pray for you last week. But you know what I do? I say, you know what? We need to pray about that. And the guy that's talking like a sailor man just out on leave, he goes, amen. You know, just level right there where, you, where they are. Because guess what? I was that guy. Were you that guy? Were you that gal? I'm telling you what. I met Denise and, and I would be talking and she'd go, there has got to be like 150 other words you can use beside that. I go, and I would go, what? And then later on, I was like, ooh, that's not good. You know? But God slowly pouring in. Slowly pouring in. Slowly pouring in. Aren't you glad that God puts people in your life to encourage you? Aren't you glad that people that, that God puts grandmothers that'll pray for you, granddads that'll pray for you in, in your life? Amen. Come on now. Moms and dads and, and wives. And, and I say this sometimes. You might be the only Bible that they see in your family. Keep on shining. Keep on shining. Because I'm gonna tell you, I've seen over the years. If you got a praying mama, it's just a matter of time until you know Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, it, now, for mama, it might say, why do you delay? For <laughs> moms and dads are going, why do you delay? But you know what? God is working, and we're living and learning. It's just so much that, that God has done for us. I, and I said, you know, are, are we making the most of our time? And, and I, I look at some of the stuff here. When I say, are we living for the word or for the world? That doesn't mean, okay, I'm saved. I'm sitting on the sidelines. I just put my, my hands across my lap and check the box off. Man, we should have a vibrant life for Christ. Amen. I mean, we should get, we should get excited. When I was rocking and rolling, I was excited about jamming. And then I got saved. And I got, saved, and I got excited about Jesus. Amen. And they ain't flipped the switch yet. And I pray he never does because I'm going to tell you, I got a story to tell him now. I got to tell him about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, that he'll love you right where you are. You mean me? Yes, you. It's amazing. When I, when I got saved, I was still rocking and rolling. We had a bunch of uh, things we still had to play and, and all this. And I'm like, man, I was kind of like on, on the fence. You know, I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm singing, this is the day that the Lord has made. Johnny, be good. You know what I mean? All this stuff's going in your mind. I'm like, man, Lord, you got to help me with this here. You know? And so I said, well, that's all right. I'll just walk on the fence. You know? You had on the line. And then I found out the devil owns the fence. Right? So I just jumped over with Jesus. And God, God just kept on going. Keep on working. Keep on going. But you know what? You talk to people sometimes and, and you think, well, I can't go here. I can't go. That's probably where you ought to go. You know? Hey, man, I jumped right back in the middle of Hoss's Deli. How you doing? Boom! Did a big guitar solo. Woo! Boom, finish it up. This guy stumbles up to me. He said, here's five dollars. Buy yourself a beer. I said, man, I appreciate that. I'm going to put it in my music ministry. He said, what? <laughs> so I got to witness to him about Jesus. He stumbled off, man, with the Holy Ghost on Man, I'll tell you what, whatever. Right there. I told you, I got to tell you all this. Got some new folks in here. God can use anything, anybody to, to win somebody to Christ. Let me look at the clock. Oh, y'all, y'all in for this one. Love to take our little three-legged dog, Sasha, up to the point. I like to call her, you know, just Billy, Billy Graham. You say, why is that? Because people will talk to you if you've got a three-legged dog. You know, they're just going to, they're like, we're out there and the dog's running around. Me and Jesse are all the way down at the point. We're running around, you know, the dog's running out there. And these two guys get out. They got a beard and they got a little dog. And they get out there and they go, hey, I got my Harley jacket on. I go, hey, what's up? He goes, hey, Myron. I said, yeah, what's up? He goes, Hey, man, your dog's got three legs. <laughs> and I wanted to go, oh, my gosh, when did that happen? I did. 
though. <laughs> no, you're right. You know? So Sasha's running, she's running, she don't know it. We, we don't even think about it anymore. She's running all around. But that touched that guy's heart. That guy's sitting there drinking that beer. He said, that's, that's really good that you took that dog in. I said, man, I love that dog. That dog's a blessing. That dog's such a blessing. I said, the only thing I need to do is get my father-in-law to go in partners on the on the on the all the shots and everything. See, that's really Jimmy's dog. <laughs> he walks that dog all the time, everything else. And then when she's got a vet in for me, he said, hey, uh, you might want to get a check. <laughs> and people say, and, and you go places and, and kids will go, oh, y'all live over here. Y'all live off of Rivergate. Yeah, how'd you know? I seen your dog. And then they say, what happened to your dog's leg? And I, I haven't told I said, you see the guy with the gray hair? I said, he walked the leg off my dog. <laughs> Jimmy Walker, he's going down there like this, and Sasha's going, she's moving on. And, and, and I tell you, she's got him trained because when she don't want to go no more, she goes. And Jimmy will pick her up and say, come on, girl. And go back. She, I said, she'll just stop. She's part mule. Tiny says she's part Chapman. <laughs> anyway, we're out there, and this guy, he's, he's almost getting worried. He said, man, that's really good. You got that dog. That's a man. I said, you know, isn't it amazing? I said, you know what? God never throws us out. He'll take us just the way we are. Broke down, bent up, anything else, no matter what we did, anything else. He goes, yeah. Had the privilege of leading both of them guys to the Lord. God's good. You know what? They come to the foot of the cross with a bent up Budweiser bottle of a thing at the foot. I didn't say, well, you know what? You ought to go ahead and clean up and everything, brush your teeth, and I'll tell you about Jesus. No. I said, man, let me tell you about the goodness of God. And the more I started talking about the goodness of God, Holy Spirit was, that, that beer was just going, that can of beer was going down like this. Like this. And he started talking nicer too. You know? And, and, I, and I just wanted them to know that God will take you right where you are. Now, if God can use Sasha on a windy day at the end of the street, how can God use you? Isn't that something? Give the Lord a hand clap. He's moving all the time. Man, thank you, Lord. Man, living and loving. Well, let's take a look at this. We need to allow God to use us. Everybody doing good? All right. Allow God to grow us. Man, that sounds painful sometimes, don't it? What do you mean by that? Don't respond with a rebellious spirit, but with humility and worship. Don't let the lack of patience uproot your faith. Amen. Anybody need a little patience every now and then? Oh, man. Who, who likes to wait for anything? Not me. I am not, I'm not a good at that. I'm not good that. But you know, I'm getting better because of what the Lord's doing. I start seeing, well, maybe he's going to send somebody by this line and food line. I don't have a food line story this week. <laughs> Angie went to the store for me. Thank you, sir. She helped out with mom this week. Thank you. So I missed out on my food line story this week. But you know what? We're getting better. And that's what I want you to see here. Allow the Lord to help you to get better and not bitter. See, we can get bitter sometimes, can't we? Oh, man. Went and got my car washed yesterday. Go up there all the time, see my buddy. How you doing? Boom, right there. Just said, this is cool. It was cool. I said, yeah, this is great. Until they put my car all the way on the other side of the parking lot. I said, what are they doing? I come here all the time. I should be up front. I'm way over there. My stuff's dripping dry. They got like 10 vehicles going over there. Don't get better, get better. I said, well, maybe there's somebody I need to talk to. You know what? Me and Jesse got to hang out a little bit longer. Got to laugh a little bit more. And spend a little bit more time. God's still working that in my life. But before I'd have been up there. Hey man what do you think you're doing man what are you doing? Right? And I just said well let's see what, what shakes out. 
you know what? You never thought about it. Maybe, maybe I wasn't supposed to be in that intersection. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be, you know, I don't know. You know, nobody wants to be taken advantage of or anything else. But you know what? I got to spend more time with my baby boy. I got to do a few more things. I got to see a few more people come by. I got to say a few more God blesses, you know. So in those minutes, this is what God showed me. I'm in control. It's going to be okay. So I start really, what starts happening, I really start looking and listening. What's going on here? Is there something here that God's got for me to do? If he's keeping me here a little longer, what is he working in here? And what do I see out there? Lord, help me to represent you. I don't care if it's at a car wash. I don't care if it's blocking the lady that's pregnant from getting into the, I didn't really block her that bad, just kind of sideways. And I prayed fast. I prayed fast. Because Miss Tiny would have said, get that woman in there. We got, we, we got over there. They were walking. I was like, oh, they said, oh my gosh, she's praying for somebody. Wait a minute, come on back. We're back over there. Oh, man. It's good to have an awesome ministry team. I tell you, y'all put up with a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm going to move on. Let's keep going. Allow what you're learning to shape you into the person God has called you to be. Man, ever feel like God got you in the chicken wing sometimes? You know, because sometimes we, we, that's what we feel. We're just being honest. We go, ooh, that's painful. Well, you know what? God's doing everything in love. And a lot of times what's happening is, is we're fighting the whole situation. You know what? But God says, you know what? Hey, look, I got this. I'm going to work this out. I'm going to work this in your life. I put this out here. I said, God's not holding, withholding anything good. God is preparing you for greatness. Amen. Have you ever thought about that? God's not withholding anything good, but he might just be holding a few things back because he's preparing you for greatness. There's a lot of greatness in this room here. There's a lot of amazing folks in here. Everybody brings something to the table. It's amazing. You know, a lot of times, well, I don't play guitar. Well, well I don't cook. Thank the Lord Grandmama does. You know, I don't know what it is. You know, it just might be somebody, you know, I don't know nothing about fishing. I'm going to go with Sonny this year, right? He'll, have, he'll change his Facebook picture after that. We'll have stuff all knotted up and everything else and all that, I guarantee you, man. And, but I don't know, do you pack a cooler? Because I know when I go with Grayson, we get a big cooler. That's how, I'm in. I am. I am. I don't care if they catch a fish. I don't care anything about it as long as Grayson Jr. is going because he's going to touch everything. And, and Big Gray is going to drive. And I'm going to check cookies and little Cheetos. And, and I'm, he said, you see anything? I go, no, nah, I don't know. Is anybody catching anything? Hey, two Chick-fil-A sandwiches before we got out past the little lighthouse. I was like, man, I, I like this fishing stuff. I ain't never catch nothing. But we had a good time. You know, I had a good time because I was out with my friends. I had a good time because we got to just hang out. There's nothing about quality, nothing like quality time with people that you care about. Amen. And I appreciate that. So let's take a look at this here. Romans 12, 12 says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Isn't that something? If we could take hold of that, man, that would reshape everything in our life. Rejoice in hope, in the hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have something to rejoice about. On your worst day, God still sees the best. Amen? On your worst day, God still sees the best. You know, be patient in tribulation. You can't do it on your own. The Holy Spirit will lift you up and carry you. I'm looking at faces out here that we've walked through some tough stuff and seen them carried by the Lord through some of the darkest days of their life. It's amazing how you guys reflect Christ. It's awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And then be constant in prayer. I think that says for itself, doesn't it? Be constant in prayer. Now, that doesn't mean you walk around and you say, uh, I'd like to get a big, big uh, gulp and a fry and a praise the Lord and uh, John 3.16. No. But be in... <laughs> Guys, he didn't occur. He said, I like them big old. 
But you know what? Be in the spirit of prayer. Be in the spirit of thinking, man, you know, Lord, what's going on? You know, when I'm riding my motorcycle, that thing is loud. You can't hear nothing, but I'm praising the Lord. I got bugs in my teeth time I get back. <laughs> there you go. I'm going praise the Lord. I'll tell you what. Yes, indeed. Praise the Lord. Yes, indeed. Yeah, have a good time. And if you're riding a motorcycle, you better be praying. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. Amen. Amen. Tim said amen. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for, for watching over us. All right. Everybody doing good? Now it's going to come down to something you guys are going to like. You. It's about you. Amen. When we realize God's always, res- always responds out of love for you, it will bring peace and refreshment to your spirit. I was thinking about this. I said, you know, sometimes, Lord, we just need to be cross-eyed. Cross-eyed. Focused on this. Focus on what he's done. Amen? But you know what? Don't just stay there because you know what? He's risen. And we're going to be celebrating. We celebrate that every day. But on uh, the 20th, we're going we're gonna to do a good fashion as well. So don't forget about that. But we want to point to the cross because it's finished there. It's finished there. But we're living it out here and now. Amen? Let's keep on going. All right. If I could, if I could open up your minds and your hearts and pour anything in, it'd be this right here. You have value. And we sit there and we go, man, you just don't know what I did yesterday or last week or whatever. You've got value. God saw everything and he still came on the cross. God knows everything and he still sent Jesus. Jesus knew everything and he still said, you're worth it. Amen. That's amazing. And I, and I said, you know, you, you would think that would be a no-brainer. Oh, I have value. But I want to tell you, I'm going to write this. I wrote this down yesterday. I said, you know what? That may sound like a no-brainer, but let me tell you, friends, there are young girls every day acting in ways to get attention because they never had the love of their father. There's young men still trying to achieve the approval of their fathers because they never feel like they're good enough. Amen? Let me tell you, if that's your situation, look right there to that cross. That settles everything. Well, buddy, you don't know what I've been through. I, I, I don't. I don't. But God does and God says you got value. And he's pouring his love into you through salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. Through the promises of God, through the promises of his word. I want you to know you're worth it. Amen. Every day. Not just a man. Well, you know, I feel real good today. I guess I'm worth it. No. On the day that you feel at your worst. When you've blown it the biggest, I want you to still remember that. Because God sees the whole picture. Amen. So take a look at this. He did it for you. See, a lot of times we, we say that and we get it. Oh, yeah, he did it for me. He did it for me. And then we go and live life like he didn't do it for us. Doom and gloom. Well, I know, but. No, man. As Christians, we ought to be going, man, look what God's done for us. Look what God's done for us. And, you know, a lot of times, I'm going to jump back on this. A lot of times we get all wrapped around looking at others and what they have and what they're doing instead of looking at what God's done for us. Amen. We can get all wrapped up about Uncle Joe over here hitting the lottery. You know, Sally Sue got a new car. All those things and everything else. But guess what? You don't know what they went through. Amen? We don't know what they went through. I don't know. You know? Maybe they're working triple time and not coming to church and not having the privilege of that relationship. I don't know. But I wouldn't trade my relationship with the Lord for anything. Amen? And it's not about stuff. It's about a Savior. It's about the grace of God. It's about a loving father who sent Jesus Christ to pay the price that we couldn't pay. And he didn't know, but he did it willingly because you have value. You are worth it. So take a look at this. I'm going to flip this on y'all real fast. 
title of our sermon was this, Why Delay? Why does God delay? And we talked about a few things. Sometimes it's to display his love and, and, and bring out some of the character that needs to be changed in our life. Sometimes it's just encountering Christ as, as that blessing and, and, and his love and, and life changing things. Sometimes it's, we're living and learning and God's uh, cultivating things in our life. Sometimes it's because God's allowing uh, his love and his grace to continue to just lift us up and, 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 and train us. And then we get down to, to you. So I'm going to get down to you right now. Why delay? Why would you taste and see that the Lord is good and delay making a decision for Christ? That's what I want you to hear today. That's what it's all about. God's in control, and we know that. And God's doing what he needs to do in our life to secure us and keep us secure and, and, and work in our life and, and build things into our life. But why today? Why would you delay on putting your faith and trust in Jesus? You know, I've talked to a lot of people over the last, I don't know how, every day. And there's not too many days that I don't share Jesus, amen? Because I know that there's an urgency and I know there's a call on the church and I know there's a call on our lives individually that God wants us to make the most of every opportunity to share Jesus Christ with the world. Because you don't know. Man, something just came back to me. Thomas was five years old. He got saved under a ministry by, by a name of a man named Tricky Ricky. And he preached the gospel and he would use puppets and everything and Thomas got it. And this just come back to my mind. This is not to scare you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I've done some uh, preaching with this fellow over the years and stuff. And I always remember him telling this story. He said there was a young girl in high school there that night. And he laid it out just like this. said, what would keep you from putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? And even her mom and dad said, well, hey, why don't you come on and talk to the preacher? She said, I, I, you know, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. And he met the girl. He said, honey, you know, do you know how much God loves you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so much stuff I want to do. I'm going to do it my way and everything else. This is, this is terrible. The girl gets in her car. She leaves in the intersection of the church. Bam. They hit a car. She's pinned in the car. The guy's crying, telling us this. I've never, I just popped in my mind when I was telling you this. Of this urgency. And the girl was pinned in the car. And she was screaming, Mama, get the preacher. Boom, car at night. Mama, get the preacher. Why do we delay? You know? I didn't tell you that to leave on a, on a sad note. I'm telling you that because that's how fast can, things can happen. I believe the Lord just brought that back to my memory. It's been so long since uh, I, he shared that with me. But most every time we would get together, he just said, you know, man. You can be that close to knowing Jesus. And you can be miles away from assuring your security. You say, what do you mean? That's not going to cut it. This is what cuts it. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Anybody have a problem knowing that they're sinners? I didn't. They had no problem with that. What I needed to know was what I do about it. I'm going to tell you what you do about it. The Bible says this. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe it or not, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So while you're sitting here today, I want to make sure that you know. Well, first, I want you to understand of the urgency. Okay. Next, I want you to understand of the love and the grace that God has for you and the value that he sees in your life. 
I want you to understand that. Yeah, but Mr. Buddy, I've done this. It's settled right there on the cross. It's a gift. What will keep you from tasting and seeing that the Lord is good? Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for today and I thank you for the truth of your word that we can leave it all behind and come to you fresh and new because that's just how good you are. If you're here today and you've never put your faith and your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, do not leave here today without doing so. You say, how did I do that? I want you to look up here. If that's you, look at me. Please look at me right here, right now, right now. I want you to know when you ask the Lord to come into your life, he says, you're mine. And this can be your prayer right here. Dear Lord, come into my life. And forgive me of my sin. Lord, I'm trusting in you and the finished work of the cross. I believe you're the son of God who takes away the sin of the world today, Lord. Save me. And if you've done that today, I want you to tell somebody before you leave. You know what? I pray with Pastor Butter today. That's my, that's my desire. I ask Jesus to come into my life and forgive me of my sin. What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't leave here without him today. Amen. Because God wants to do a work in your life. He'll take you right where you are. You can never clean up enough, give enough, go enough, any of those things. What we do need to do is just turn it over to him. God's in control. Why does he delay? Because he's working things in your life. And most of the time, you know what? That's exactly what we need. Uh, but you know what? He answers some pretty fast prayers too. Amen. I don't want you to think he's always, you know, uh, slow or whatever like that. I want you to know that God is on time. God is on time. And I pray today. It's the time for you to call on the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for each one here. I thank you for those today that are making commitments to you. I thank you today for, for the, the folks that are able to come here. I pray the Lord that you touch their lives in, a, in a, just an amazing way. We pray for those that, that are out sick, Father God. We pray for those that are back on top, Lord, how you miraculously raise them up using doctors, encouraging folks. We pray thanking you, Lord, for jobs and jobs to come. Lord, you are good. We have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Let us take refuge in him. The one and only true God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell you what, we're going to sing a song.